Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Welcome back. Do you believe in miracles? If you tuned in to our segment, which is called Today I Practice This Tuesday, you will know that miracles are the theme this week. And if you do believe in miracles, you are not alone. Most people do, but they may be a little shy to admit it. Augustine of Hippo wrote, Is not the universe itself a miracle, yet visible and of God's making? Nay, all the miracles done in this world are less than the world itself, the heaven and the earth and all therein. Yet God made them all. And yet, after a manner that man cannot conceive or comprehend. Nearly all forms of faith-based practices reference miracles that have happened or can happen. In a research study done in 2007, 83% of people who had a faith-based practice believed in miracles and 55% of respondents that didn't have a faith-based practice or affiliation also believed in miracles. And that research was done out of Pew Research Center. So as you can see from this data, believing in miracles isn't limited to religion. But what constitutes a miracle? You know, that also varies from person to person. In fact, many things we take for granted today would be considered miraculous to prior generations. Things like aviation and organ transplants and wireless transmission are a few examples of advancement that would fall into this category. And right now, video conferencing is also considered miraculous to many, especially to some of the grandparents out there who haven't really used a lot of FaceTime and Skype and Zoom and all of that. It's miraculous to them to be able to um, connect virtually and see the faces of their loved ones. It's beautiful. When I uh, first started my coaching practice back in 09, I actually spent much of my time working with people that had serious or life-threatening illnesses. And believing in miracles was an essential part of that, the healing processes. Not an easy process to teach someone how to believe in something bigger than them. It took a lot of a lot of work. It takes time, repetition, and sometimes it actually takes desperation to, uh, you know, the person has to be desperate when they've tr- you've tried everything else and you have nothing else to turn to. In that case, it's a little bit easier to let go of the ego mind and align with your soul and with your faith because your back's against a wall. And uh, it's important to, to know that it's just not simple and easy and not, you know, instantaneous. The true miracle, I think, is aligning with the place inside of you that's quiet and peaceful. From that place, you can hear the whispers that guide you to align 
with your miraculous self. Because whether you realize this or not, you truly are a living miracle. I know that it's not always to, easy to believe those words, but it's a universal truth. So please take a minute to, to take that in. You know, let yourself feel that. How would it feel if you told yourself every day that you are a miracle? It's pretty cool. Hard, but cool. The human brain is powerful. What you believe matters. The thoughts you think and the emotions you trigger dictate the outcome you will experience. And I've discussed this before. But you don't have to look far for evidence of this for those of you that don't necessarily just believe anything that you need some data. Scientists agree, and that's why testing with placebos is an essential part of clinical trials. Estimates of the placebo cure rate, cure rate <laughs> are as high as 72%, according to Psychology Today. The longer the period of treatment and the larger the number of physician visits, the greater the placebo effect. So you really lock it in. And finally, the placebo effect is not restricted to subjective reports of pain, mood, or attitude. Physical changes become real. Studies on asthma patients showed less constriction of bronchial tubes in patients for whom a placebo drug works. So it's not just in your head. You can physically change your body through your belief system. And like I said, that's how I started my coaching practice. That is a lot of the work I did, teaching people how to believe in miracles and healing. You can take a sugar pill like a placebo and be healed as if it was the real drug. So it's all about what you believe to be true, but more importantly, what you believe to be possible. This serves as a reminder that if you can believe in a sugar pill, then surely, 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 you can lock into the idea that there's a force that has greater power and can deliver you the miracle you're praying or wishing for. But not everyone is a believer. Your beliefs could be more aligned with the famous philosopher, David Hume, who calls miracles all superstitious delusion and that they're a trans... A trans <laughs> wow, I'm just knocking it out of the park today. I'm going to start that sentence again. Your beliefs could be more aligned with the famous philosopher David Hume, who calls miracles superstitious delusion, and that they are a transgression of the law of nature by a de deity or invisible agent. And by a law of nature... Hume is referring to things that you would consider ordinary or predictable or probable, things like the sunset and sunrise, or if you live in Vancouver, the rain. <laughs> I had to throw that in there because it's pretty predictable. It's going to rain, uh, rain in our city here. Hume was, Hume's view was that the person who believes in miracles is foolish because wishful thinking is unrealistic. And truth be told, there's a real fine line between faith and proper mindset and wishful thinking. There, you know, it's, it's really fine. The first requires you to have a core belief and take action to follow through with your big wish. So if you're, you know, if you have a good, 
healthy mindset and you have faith, you're going to take action as well. And I'll share a really, really, really simple example here. A lot of people want to win the lottery. So if winning the lottery is your miracle that you're hoping for, then you need to buy lottery tickets on a regular basis. You must take some focused action to align with the miracle that you need. A lot of people will wish they won, they could win the lottery, but they don't even buy a ticket. Do you get what I mean? So you have to, you know, have a differentiator between that, you know, wishful thinking and foolish thinking and real, you know, being realistic and aligning with the miracle. You know, let's talk about you and your life's experience so far. Have you experienced a miracle and what was it and how did it make you feel? But more importantly, did that magical feeling last? Did it last? Humans are quick to let go of the good feeling place and go back to the monotonous lack-based thinking. So the question then becomes, how do you stay in the miracle mindset, the flow? Miracles require you to let go, and that's not always easy because you may have become used to being dragged through life. It's easier to build a miracle mindset by starting with these five small steps. Number one, look for the little wonders in your life. I'd like to share a personal example here. One day I was missing my mom a lot. I needed her and I was standing in front of the sliding door to my deck and a hummingbird came to the window and stayed there but it came right up to my eye level as though it was looking me right in the eye and stayed focused on me for what felt like an eternity as if it was looking right into my soul when the hummingbird flew off I burst into tears It felt as though my mom had been there with me in that moment through this magical little bird. It felt miraculous to me. Small little wonder in my life, right? I'm sure you can find examples like that of little wonders in your life. Number two, use your imagination like you did when you were a little kid. Do you remember? Do you remember how freely you played make-believe when you were younger? You may have believed in magical powers or magical people. You could escape into this fantasy world for hours at a time. What would that fantasy world be like for the adult version of you? Set aside some time to really think about that. Stop living your life on autopilot or on someone else's agenda. Reconnect through your inner magic by using your imagination. Number three, reconnect with your faith. You can turn your, to your religious beliefs and read stories about miracles, or you can turn to your spiritual practices and also feel the miracles that exist there. Faith is extraordinary, and so are you. That's why it draws so many of us in, because our true nature is faith, love, and all things bright, light, and abundant. So make time to reconnect with that place 
or that practice because it makes a difference. Number four, look for miracles in what you take for granted or the ordinary. You know, the typical things are your breath, your heartbeat, your voice, your ideas. But there's also the talents you have, the ones you take for granted. They might be considered miraculous by another. Just ask a family member or a friend to help you with this one. For example, um, your sales ability could be something another person would dream of being able to cultivate. Your ability to speak up for what you believe in is something another person is praying for. That person could be praying for the courage to speak up, to ask for a raise, which is the miracle that maybe he or she needs. So don't take your what you assume are ordinary talents for granted. They are your miracles. They're your superpowers. So go look for them. Find out what they are. Like I said, lean on friends and family for this one because sometimes we don't see it for ourselves, but other people, man, they can see it clearly. Number five, work on uncovering your limiting beliefs. Number five is quite detailed and generally requires, you know, guidance from a coach like me but I'd like to give you one step to get you started. When you ask yourself or say to yourself, I can't because dot, dot, dot. What's the first thing that comes to mind after your I can't statements? This exercise can help you uncover what's in your way. Whatever follows your I can't because is the one thing you can start working on right now to remove it from your programming. You can start working on removing it right now. Replace it with I can because and decide on a phrase to follow your I can statement. You know, for a lot of people, the statement will look like this. I can because I'm a child of God or the universe and I'm fully aligned with light and love. But you decide what follows your I can statement. It's really important to follow through with this because it's going to give you some power in creating change right away, right away. So miracle mindset training takes time and patience. You can easily become consumed by fear. It's in your programming and that's how you're wired. But wiring and programming can be changed back to your natural state of faith, love, and miracles. I know this from my lived experience and from the work I've done in my coaching practice since 2009. If you're struggling with connecting to your miraculous self, then make sure to reach out and book a complimentary session with me. And during this pandemic, if you've already worked with me in the past, um, I am working on a sliding scale, so access to support should not be a concern for anyone that would like to work with me during this time. I'm also considering running a free live class to discuss these five steps on miracle mindset making uh, in more detail. And if you'd like to be a part of that free live class, email me at info at freewithin.me to let me know, okay? Because once we set that up, then we can let you know via email. Now it's your turn. Can you head over to our website and let us know, let me know, let our community know, do you believe in miracles? Why or why not? I hope you'll go take the time to share your thoughts and feelings there with us in our community. 
I really appreciate you tuning in today. If this episode resonated with you, please help out a small business and share it with anyone you think might benefit. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you here next week. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.